Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed, and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Hello, Dietitian Bosses. This is Sarah, the Director of Operations here at Dietitian Boss, and I am so excited to have with me one of our clients in our executive program, Lindsay. Hey, Lindsay, thanks for being here. Thank you, Sarah. I'm excited to chat today. (laughs) Yeah, excited to jump into some questions. And before we do, if y'all want to look her up on Instagram, you can find her at Female Athlete Nutrition and be sure to check her out. So yeah, as we get started here, I would love to know, and I'm sure the listeners would love to know, how did you first find out about the program and what made you decide to give it a try? Right. I'm not a hundred percent positive, but having a virtual practice myself, I've always been virtual. I rely on social media heavily for my marketing and my sales. And so somewhere along the lines, you know, I heard of Libby and (laughs) I think I also maybe probably was following other dietitians that had Mm -hmm. successful practices, online practices, and saw kind of figured out that, oh, they're working with their dietitian bosses, they're working with Mm -hmm. Libby. And so ultimately, that's how I, you know, knew of her. Now, I've been in business now for actually, it's my third year. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, my first year didn't really feel Mm -hmm. like it, though, or at least those first months, I kind of like, just You know, that didn't really count. Not really official. (laughs) Yeah. But officially I was unemployed, moved to a new city, decided I wanted to start my own thing in November of 2018. So that's exactly years ago. And in my first two years, Mm -hmm. I had three different business coaches and three very different experiences as Mm -hmm. well. And so by the time that I did come to Libby and Dietitian Bosses, it's I had already had a lot of business coaching, was already finding a lot of success, but I felt like I hadn't had somebody who was a specialist in dietetics and nutrition. Mm -hmm. And so as I'm following other people on social media and I'm like, okay, I know their dietitian bosses, their dietitian bosses, their dietitian bosses, like, is there something I'm missing here? Mm -hmm. Because I'm not a dietitian boss. Yeah. And so that's really what led me to her was like, I did feel, and we can get into this more, but I felt like, is there something that other dietitian bosses are doing that I'm not? Right. I, my direction with business coaching hadn't been with a nutrition business. Got it. Yeah. So maybe they couldn't relate maybe quite as much since they were in a little bit different area. And it's interesting that you said, you know, being online, you just learned of dietitian boss somewhere or learned of Libby. And that's the great thing about having a a strong online presence is, you know, you can be in contact in different places and you start to learn and become aware. And then it's like, oh, wow, you know, maybe I ought to check this out. So that's really great. Well then, so I'm curious, what was it that made you decide to do the dietitian boss program? I mean, was it just the difference in, you know, nutrition and you felt like you could, or what was it that really made you say yes? 
Yeah. So it's funny because I remember back to like my first consultation call with Libby and I called her that call, not really knowing what I wanted. I wasn't necessarily. Yeah. And she kept asking me like, why are you here? I'm like, I don't really know. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. Because I, again, I I had a successful business going, but Mm -hmm. there were a few concerns that I had. One of them being legal concerns. Of my business, right. of being yeah. a dietitian. And I had consulted with, you know, other lawyers, and but I didn't feel settled that I yeah. was doing things the right way. Because right. what I do, Sarah, I help female athletes overcome disordered eating and perform mm-hmm. at their highest level. Mm-hmm. So disordered eating, there's some medical cases. Definitely. Yeah. And the advice I had previously received was to set up my practice so that I was not doing MNT in order to just kind of right. avoid that hassle. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's what I was operating under for two years, but, oh wow, and it was fine and everything, mm-hmm. but I can't even begin to tell you, Sarah, how many sleepless nights I mm-hmm. had worrying about, am I doing things right legally? And for my clients, am I really doing things best practice? Right. And because right. I had had business coaches who had helped my business become successful as far as branding, authority, coaching, sales, yeah. marketing, having this amazing program, having transformative results, I didn't feel settled. I didn't have peace of mind that I was doing things per like dietitian standards. And so, right. you know, And it's funny too, because, you know, you and Libby will always say like, consult with a lawyer because you're not the (laughs) lawyers either, but being a part of this community, one, you do have a consultant that I did, you know, through your program, able to consult with, Mm -hmm. and then through learning how the other dietitian bosses are doing things. You know, I got that clarity that I needed from the legal perspective, redid a few contracts, had that consultant appointment. And I did get so much peace of mind joining Mm. this program of like, okay, I am doing things right. My state and every state guideline and things like that. And so I definitely want to stress to your listeners, because I'm sure people want to, you know, people who are interested in joining dietitian boss might be like, but what am I going to get out of it? And there's a lot of things, there's so many things you can get, but I actually really want to stress the importance of like that peace of mind because, you know, my stress levels, my anxiety levels, Mm -hmm. saying how much time did I waste just worrying? Right. That I know so much more confident in. Yeah. And that's great to know that it gave you peace of mind. You know, one thing we do is we do try to bring in different experts and consultants so that they can support you all with different aspects of the business, because there's a lot. I mean, when you're running a business, there are so many different things to think about and to try to do it on your own or, you know, figure it out. And like you said, all the worrying and the time spent. So it's good to hear that it really gave you that peace of mind. So then what would you say, did at some point you really establish a goal or what you wanted to achieve with the program? Cause you said on that call with Libby, you were not really sure, you know, when she was asking you what you wanted. So how did you, at that point, like, do you remember thinking like, Oh, I want to accomplish X, Y, Z, or was it more just joining the community and figuring it out what you wanted? Yeah. There were a few other things that I was interested in. And Mm -hmm. I did need that game plan. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't come in hot saying like, I want to do X, Y, Z, but the things I was interested in is that my program for those two years, my services did rely heavily on -on one-on-one sessions with my Mm -hmm. clients. And I had hired team members to help me with Mm -hmm. that. All of that was going good, but I was looking into my future, you know, Mm -hmm. my one year and my five-year plan. And I personally 
knew that I had lots of big changes coming up. Mm -hmm. One of them being pregnancy, starting a family. Yeah. And another one is that my husband is active duty military. And mm -hmm. so we will be moving and our move next year is a really, really big move, an international move. Oh. And it's one of those things where I knew kind of like how I'm operating right now, it's successful, mm -hmm. but it's going to have right. to change. Yeah. And again, through like just knowing other following other dietitian bosses online and stuff. I knew that you guys had a way to run some more like streamlined group programs, do some online courses. Right. And those were things that I thought I wanted to move into. I didn't mm -hmm. want to throw away my successful program that involved the one right. consults. Yeah. But I wanted to see how can I add and grow into that so that the mm -hmm. business can continue to move forward yeah. while not necessarily taking more of my time for one-on-one -on -one stuff, because that's going to be hard, not only when I'm building a family, but also when I'm in a time zone, that's, you know, 10 hours, 15 hours. Different. Exactly. Yeah. That's a lot, a lot to deal with. <laughs> it is. So I think that I, you know, that would be the other thing. I didn't come mm -hmm. into the program knowing I want to achieve X, Y, and Z, but it was like, right. I'm going to need to shift. And yeah. Again, my past business coaches, like we found success one way, but I mm -hmm. knew that there were other dietitians finding success in other ways. And so, yeah. and those are the things that I, that, you know, we have worked on is right. like, yes. a course, a course, mm -hmm. so more something we more passive right. thing that we've worked on. And then the other things that as I was able to start like a group option and continue mm -hmm. to build out my team so that it's not yeah. My time. So the business is growing while exactly. I'm not spending more right. time. Not all on you. So you just brought up team and I would love to know what have you had any big ahas or learning experiences as you've been building that team and, and bringing those people on? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you could pick maybe one, a biggest one, one or two. I know it can be quite the journey to hire and train. And I think we learn a lot in the process. Scary. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. You know, you go into business as an entrepreneur and this is your baby and right. you build it and you grow it. You take ownership of it. You're so proud of it. And so to invite somebody yeah. else into that. It's a big deal. And then to hand it over to them. Mm -hmm. It's scary. It's difficult. And I actually, I have this post-it. I know your listeners won't be able to see it, but I have a post-it note that's yeah. been here for the entire year that says leader trusting fearless. And these are uh, kind of my themes for the past yeah. year. Like I'm not just a dietitian and I'm not just a coach to my clients. I have to be a leader. I have to be trusting yeah. and be fearless that if I'm not trusting in my employees, right. You know, this isn't going to work, but I also have to lead them, you know? Yes. And so it's the shift. There's so many things that I've learned, but I think mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that I've shifted as I'm building my team is that in how I used to coach my clients, like mm -hmm. my clients are my team now. Yeah. Yeah. I coach them. And right. Them. And so that, yeah, that's been a big learning curve. I think to know, exactly. it's like, okay, I have my clients, but like my actual main client is my team. If I support right. my team, my team can support my clients. Exactly. Yeah. So do you have then a tip you could share with anybody listening that's maybe in the same position where they've started out, you know, it was just them, they're growing, they need to hire somebody and maybe they're scared to do that, to take that step and kind of let go. Do you have a tip or anything maybe that, you know, helped you that you could pass along to them? Well, I do want to say that it's worth it, you know, and I think 
with all business, you have to be thinking not about what do you need right now? It's what do I need six months from now? What do I need a year from now? And I actually did, I already mentioned pregnancy, but I actually hired my first dietitian to work under me before I knew I was pregnant, just because I knew someday I'm going to want to, right? And I'm so glad I started that process because nine months goes by really quick. (laughs) It does. Yes, it went by way too fast. I'm really glad I started that process before, you know, Mm -hmm. to know that however you're operating now, even if nothing's wrong, you know, is this what you want to keep up for 10 years? Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. And yeah. so I had to be honest with myself, as as happy as I am right now, as successful yeah. as this is, like 10 years from now, do I want to be doing the exact same thing? No. So what yeah. is the next step? The next step is hiring. Even though it was scary, even though I yeah. maybe wasn't quite ready for it, start the process because boom, one year later, I need yeah. I'm like relying said, on my team. Yeah. And that time goes fast. And I think sometimes there's the misconception that if I hire somebody now, it's going to cost me more money and it's not going to, you know, I'm going to be losing money, but in fact, it's going to, in the long run, it's going to make you money and free up time. Because like you said, 10 years, you know, do you want to still be doing this the same 10 years down the road? Do you want it all on you? Most of us are going to say, no, like we don't want to be still doing that. And so planning ahead and doing that before you're ready and I know, you know, that's one thing I support a lot of you all with the with hiring and trying to find those right team members. And then once you find them, like you just talked about, you know, they're very valuable. And by training them, they're going to be helping you with your clients. And so it's worth investing that time and making sure they feel valued and appreciated and that they want to stay around long term to support you and what you're ultimately building. Yeah. And from that financial perspective, Sarah, yeah. Cause I was scared of that too. I remember yeah. if we can talk money for a moment. Yeah, definitely. I was just at the point where I was consistently hitting 10 K a month, mm-hmm. which you know, was a goal for a yeah. while. And so I finally am like consistently hitting 10 K a month. And I think that's when I started thinking about hiring. And it was like, really? Like I finally reached my financial goal. My right to just I want to give somebody away. Yeah. Give it away. Well, in hiring somebody within the first six months of hiring someone, I was consistently hitting 15K a month. Yeah. And now almost a year later, I'm in the 15 to 20K a month range. It, yeah, it's scary, right. but it's like, that's the only way because then when you free up yeah. your time, you can do other things. Like I yeah. launched a podcast in the last year that yeah. brings me clients. So right. I'm not always on one-on-one calls with clients because I have somebody, an employee, exactly. do other things and continue to grow. So yeah. from that financial perspective, it's like, again, at that 10K right. mark, really, I just got here. Yeah. I'm really yeah. doing this. But and now have, I'm going to, yeah. Yeah. You have like to you said, Yeah looking ahead. And the other great thing too, about when you hire is, you know, sometimes when we're doing it by ourselves, we a lot of times are doing things we don't like, we don't love, they kind of drain us. And it's like, now you have somebody to delegate to you have somebody to help you. It's just not all your responsibility anymore. And so sometimes just knowing you're not doing it alone can be great. So how many people do you have on your team right now? Do you just have the one employee right now? Or do you have other team members? So I have two dietitians Mm -hmm. and then I have a social media manager. Okay. And I have another virtual assistant. Her role is rather small, but hugely helpful. I have a funny story about her too. And then I have somebody who edits my podcast. So another virtual assistant. So, you know, kind of five, although they have varying, every role is different on how Mm -hmm. much weight that pulls. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So is the funny story something you wanted to share? 
Yeah, it's a former client. She's a student. I work with a lot of younger, my population is more high school, college age. So she's a college student. Mm -hmm. She's a client. And she enrolled in my program and was just saw so much success. Mm -hmm. Also absolutely loved our mission. And like, although she no longer needed us from that standpoint of the dietetic, like she was right. It's like, she didn't want to leave us. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's funny because it was yeah. right. She herself is like a huge podcast listener and she loved my mm. podcast. And I was actually looking for somebody to kind of help me manage the podcast and answer emails. And yeah, uh, and that's my funny story is I that's think awesome. building, building a team is like, mm. yeah, put out applications and stuff, but also like, cause I think it's so important for people to be invested in your mission Yes. And, supporting what you do. Yeah. It's important. Uh, and like for that role, it was like, this is somebody whose heart is in this and she's fully invested. Yeah. Like I never even put out a job posting or application. I that's awesome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you never know where you can, you can find someone. Well, you kind of shared with some of your goals and how they've changed and you know, you're pregnant and starting a family. You've got this big move. What would you say is your goal right now? Knowing things are going to be changing quite a bit. What has that, has that kind of looked like lately? So I think I have been pushing so hard for the last six months on my goals in order to set me up for having a baby who at the time of this recording is due is due (laughs) (laughs) soon within the next, his due dates three weeks from now, but I feel like it's tomorrow. So with that being said, like, if you're going to ask me my current goal, my current goal is to to have a baby (laughs) and and to see all of the work from the past six months. What I've been trying to do is to get my team prepared so that I can take time off. This will be the first time I am taking time off. How Um, much time are you taking? I have a solid six weeks planned. with the like return coming back Mm -hmm. is we're you know, the team is prepared to be flexible with that because in many senses, it's kind of like, well, this is also what building the team is for so that I'm not doing everything. So in some weird ways, I'm kind of like, once I take that time off, like, does it mean I just go back to picking everything (laughs) up or is it a new way that we operate? Yeah. May look different. Yeah. It might look different. Yeah. And so we're all kind of on that same page as far as my team goes, as far as yeah. like, like, what is everybody's lane? Right. Like, roles and responsibility. Mm-hmm. Because there was a point in time where it was the Lindsay show and Lindsay doing everything. Lindsay right. has spent six months delegating, getting everybody prepared. And this is their job and yeah. role so that I can step away. And it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Have that and foundation so- to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And so, yeah, so I have a solid six weeks with that return to work being rather flexible because we're going to mm-hmm. see where we're at and what are the essential duties that only right. Lindsay can do. Yes. And because yeah. yeah, you may change by then you may be like, Oh, I'll, I'm willing to do these three things, but these other things I don't want to do anymore. Or, you know, one of your team members can do it. And that's, what's great about, you know, having that freedom, being able to make those choices. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's really kind of covers, I guess, what's next. If anybody's listening to this and they're thinking like, oh, you know, I want to start a family here. She's moving, got these big things and you've been able to create the success. Like what would be a tip you could leave our listeners with if they are just really trying to figure out what to do to get to that next level? Yeah. I think I, I did kind of mention it already of like, you know, thinking six months or a year ahead and really envisioning that we all have our goals for right now. We all get caught up in our day-to-day work, 
but doing some planning, you know, even within your programming, you guys do quarterly. We've added that in. Yeah. We do the quarterly planning. Yeah. To try to help work towards those goals and then keep you all focused on your goals so that you're not getting too caught up in the day-to-day, but yet looking ahead at, yeah, what's that big thing we want to accomplish. Yeah. And that was something I had been doing previously as well of kind of like every quarter, just about every three to four months, kind of reevaluating where am I at? And I think that as a tip is when you do that, you not only do you want to set goals for the next three months, but do you do want to envision where do I want to be a year from now? Where do I want to be five years from now? And it's going to be scary to take action now on a goal that you want five years from now. Yeah. But that would be my tip is do that. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) Start taking action now on whatever your goal is, probably maybe not five years, but definitely the one in three year, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's a tip that I have because yeah, it's really funny. I'm having this memory right now, Sarah, of talking to one of my best friends. It would have been about a year and a half ago now. Mm-hmm. And so, it had, you know, the business had was being successful for yeah. a full year or so mm-hmm. at that point. Right. I was chatting with her and she said something to me of like, so are you going to like hire? And, and I was like, no, I love <laughs> my clients. We're going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I just love coaching my clients so much. And she called me out on it. She was like, no, oh. she goes, you're a boss. You're going to have like 20 people working under you. <laughs> and, oh, and it's funny foreshadowing there. She knew. Yeah, foreshadowing because I was so content at that right. time. Yeah. But it's it's not about what you're happy with right now. It's what are you going to be happy with a year from yeah. now, two years from now? And it's so true because if I stayed there, yes, things were good, but right. I probably would have been stuck at that 10K yeah. a yeah. month mark. I would have been stuck right. there and I wouldn't have the flexibility to take six months or six months, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's next, six months. <laughs> Maybe that's it might be. You know, I wouldn't be able to take six weeks right. a week if I had nobody working under me. I wouldn't be able to keep the podcast rolling even while I'm on maternity leave, you know, and, exactly. and I can do now. So I've created so much freedom. I think that my one tip is to really not just think about your three month goal. That's important. And not just Mm -hmm. think about right now, but really think about that future. Yeah. I love that. I love you giving that example and that conversation with your friend. I think it can be easy to kind of stay in our comfort zone. We get to where things are comfortable and it's like secure and it can be scary to think about growing. And, you know, when you have people supporting you that can help push you and encourage you, it can help to make that a little bit, a little easier, not quite as scary. So Thanks for sharing that example. It's been really great hearing your story and I'm sure the listeners will find it very helpful. Is there any last thing you want to leave them with before we wrap up? So you summed it up pretty well with the story with your friend. I loved that. So if you had any last advice for anybody out there trying to figure it out. Yeah, I think the final thing that I want to leave with is, you know, I came into this podcast kind of wanting to share two messages, one, which was the the power of having peace of mind. (laughs) So being in this community of dietitian boss, really just feeling, I think, supported and on the right track. And that that's something, you know, we might as business owners have these like financial goals and stuff, but that's something like you can't put a price tag on that. Mm, And I think that's huge. And then the other thing I want to share is the more tangible side of things of how, when you are thinking one year in advance or five years in advance, how many doors can open with opportunities. There's so many different ways to do business. So I'm so grateful to have joined Dietitian Boss because 
I, where I was operating in just one way, though it was successful, you guys have shown me a couple other ways and I'm well on that path. And now I do have kind of multiple streams of income. So I don't feel so dependent right. on this is my only source yeah, on one. and that freak out every month of like, I don't have enough clients or, you know, right. there's more yeah. stability. So I have more, you know, faith that yeah. this business is not going away anytime yeah. soon. And so I guess my final piece of advice or my final tip or statement yeah. here is, is just to say <laughs> that I've really appreciated being a part of the Dietitian Boss community and it's given me quite a bit. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much for sharing that and congrats on being due in three weeks. I'm glad yeah. at least you're able to do this podcast and then hopefully you can wrap things up the next week or two and have an amazing six weeks off. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, Lindsay. It's been great talking with you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Sarah. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week, and we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal, and you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.